And yet, immediately, he types. <laughs> Welcome to our first episode of the Grand Blue Session, and a podcast dedicated to mid to late game players. And if you don't mind, Chairman, let's start with you. Can you introduce yourself? Uh, hello, nice to meet you guys. My name is Chairman, and I've been playing Grand Blue for actually less than a year, but I'm already pretty well into the end game. You know, thanks to COVID, just giving me an excuse to basically play all day. Um, and I mostly play Magna. I think Magna is a lot more interesting and fun than Primal Grit. Um, I just don't want to main... that you're poor, right? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Right, right. You don't have to rub it in like that. My main element is Dark, uh, but I actually have pretty good grids or and good teams for every element right now. Um, yeah, and um, my favorite character is Kukuru. And I'm AQING0601. I've been playing this game for, I think, since Vajra release, whenever that is. Is that 2014? 2015? No, no, that's, that would be 2016, yeah. So since then, and yeah, I've been playing, that, playing the game since then. My favorite element is light. I. Gosh, I've spent probably like 33, 36 bars on that on my light grid. Um, Holy. I basically wail a lot. And yeah, I like this game a lot. I, if you check out my channel, which is the one that uh, this video should be uploaded on, you can find a lot of shitpost videos and stuff that I basically like to do for the community. That makes, you know, the whole game a li little more fun. And you know, if you check out Chess stream, he streams. I, I have a like a kind of like a hodgepodge channel right now. Um, basically, I stream on Twitch. I stream card games on Twitch, but then I'm also making videos for the other games I play, including mostly Genshin Impact right now. But um, yeah, I plan on doing a lot of Grand Blue content, just um, like Magna clears of certain like in-game raids um, and like other guides. So I think the I have a video on a Magna solo of UBHL using Mimori from the Shadowverse event because she's actually so freaking good. Um, yeah, so just kind of stuff like that where it's like, I guess like solos and um, clears of like content using free to play or like very easy to access like grids and stuff like that. Sounds good. And with that out the way, today is the 5th of March of 2021, which means in two days it is the seventh anniversary of Grand Blue Fantasy, and therefore we have some predictions that we would like to probably discuss. Chair, could you? Okay, so honestly, I'm actually not a great person to ask about this because I literally started playing after last year's anniversary. What would you like so to see? I, this is actually my first anniversary uh, stream, so I'm, I'm pretty excited for it. I mean, I, I definitely enjoyed all the other Grand Blue like content mm. streams I watched. I enjoy watching the voice actresses and voice actors just freaking clown around like mm -hmm. like monkeys. I enjoy seeing Mao just like freak out over Sandalphon yeah, for like the yeah. past two years. That's been fun. Um, I think for content wise, I I'm ex I'm fully expecting a new raid. You know, it's been it's been quite a while since our last new raid, which That's was it? uh Beelzebub, right? Wasn't it six drag? Did Six Dragon come after Beelzebub? I think they did. Oh, they did? I thought... Was it... Let's have a check. No, let's have a look. 
Oh my gosh, wait, it's, it's actually been, but either way, it's been so long since the last yeah, new yeah, raid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? So All I right. fully expect a new raid. Would you want it to be a V2 though? Or would you want it to uh... be a build raid? I mean, I expect it to be a V2 raid, just because that's kind of like the direction they're pushing new content in the game. I think like, I wouldn't mind if it's like an old raid, um, but I do expect it to be a new endgame raid. I think, yeah, yeah, if we actually... I think there was once, like, FKHR once said that, you know, they want to use V2 for harder raids, and uh, Shen Xian and uh, Ling Wen. Ling Wen would be, like, their last, like, the easiest of the V2 raids, and even then... They right, start, right. Like, yeah. Not the easiest, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the VT is so hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I expect, I expect a, a, a new raid, and yeah. uh, this is maybe like a pet theory for me, but I kind of, I'm wondering if maybe they'll put like further transcendence maps like to this raid, right? Because <sighs> don't say that. Like already, oh, okay. Well, I mean. Imagine you doing rather like blue player? sea. Imagine doing blue sea for loose uh, for transcendent mats. Oh. Would you rather just use more bars? Like that's the only alternative, right? Okay, you're saying they're bars. not going to take bars away from us anyways. Like they have been. No, I'm saying more bars, right? Like I would rather the cost of the bars be yeah. cut in half, and then I have to farm this new yeah, no, that, difficult game. I would do that know. too. Yeah. So I, I kind of I kind of expect something like that in terms of like new content. I think I would. I think uh, that would, that's fair. I think you know, if there is yeah. a new raid, you know, they're definitely gonna put um, transcendent mats in there. I th just because you know, to get people to play that. Right, in fact, right. yeah. Um, right, right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and for me, I guess my prediction first would be that I kind of want. I, it's probably time for Primal to get a buff, like in terms of summons. Both Primal and Magna has been on one forty and. They've been quite like Magnet is as strong as it is right now, yeah. And then it kind of makes Primal, especially you know, my pet lights a bit sad and left out, you know, just sad. And, um, well, apart from that, you know, wind and water, especially, needs a little help. Um, when if the summons Primal series does get a five star, but boosting it by a further 20%, that's a huge help to something like water's damage um, and the clear winners for example weapon skill wise would be like garrison and progression where their caps and their um, increased amount if we're going by progression will increase by um, by you know 40% if it's um, dual-sided and obviously you know the HP pool will get so bloated that 100k HP is no problem um, yeah, but that would be, I think, a primal would, like, um, primal buff is on the way. Um, Magna has been too strong, we need to keep, like, you know, stay ahead of them. Otherwise, you know, how, hey, how, hey, how, how, they gonna, how are they gonna justify me, you know, <laughs> throwing the money at them? How are they gonna justify it, apart from all these waifus? <laughs> Alright, I, I agree with that. I do think primal, uh should be get it is is due for a buff um yeah, yeah, overall yeah. do you think they're gonna bump it to 150 or 160 oh well i think that is a good question i think 160 be just by like you know past patterns 
However, 150 seems like a more safe and reasonable choice because 160, like I said, is so much. You know, 40% extra HP if you're going double-sided. And obviously crit, that's just so easy. You can probably, a, um, a big 2 plus a medium is enough. Like, yeah, no, I'm, 150 would be this reasonable one, but like, you know, personally, I would like a 160. Like, come on, KMR, give this to us. <laughs> Right, yeah, because yeah. you, you have to understand that, like, yeah, 20% increases when it's double-sided, it's like, it's oh, it's so much more, it's right, nice. yeah, and it, it, it compounds on itself, yeah, so I think, I definitely think 20% might be kind of crazy, so I hope their their team has, like, thoroughly tested the difference between 150 and 160 and, and chose the better number, yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely, you know, well, obviously the better number is the bigger number, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it depends on... Depends on where you want this game to go. A power creep is pretty scary, so I would like the game not to just completely power creep itself like every year, like yeah. too much, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is there any other prediction you would like? Well, you would like to see. Maybe that's not going to happen, but maybe you would hopefully, you know. Oh, like oh man, this is definitely not going to happen. I was talking to my friend about this. Oh. Where can we do like, like? Angel Halo ten times or something like that, oh, or like I, I do one run of Angel Halo and it counts as ten runs, I or like even five runs, like like anything, like anything to make it so that like forget doing Angel too, Halo, yeah. yeah, is it because like I'll, like it's so sad right now because the end game content is Angel Halo and it is literally <laughs> the easiest thing in the world, but you can't optimize it like faster than just clearing every wave in one attack with like Mystic or something. You're right, so like right. there's no challenge and you have all these like rank 250 275 players just <laughs> sitting at their desk like hitting freaking angel halo over and over yeah. and over again and it's like actually just the saddest thing so either like make it you know easier so you don't have to you hit angel halo less or you make like a new challenging version of angel halo that drops like a shit ton of rewards um that like like that would drop 10 times the amount of rewards of like regular angel halo and cost like 10 times yeah. the the stamina is, is actually like difficult or like ten fun times the play, HP right? too. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Or something like that, right? Or, or something to make it so that it's just not a chore, right? Yeah, because like I just been using, you know, basically my team is uh, Necromancer with the uh, basically you know uh, the Necromancer autos three times, and that's how you clear it. But even then, it's the like right. it's the fastest, but it's still slow as hell because you auto and then you watch really the enemy die. And then, you know, you have the loading screen, the one that where Veen goes between the nodes of the battle, like, mm -hmm. goes between battles, and then you have the ready animation, and then you have the dying animation, and then do it again, like, that is all in once, and then... Right, right. Oh. So, I, I do think, like, the game is... I think, in general, Grand Blue is at its lowest point, or the least fun, when you're just farming mobs, right? Because, like, yeah, that's, the, so. that's just never fun in Grand Blue. But the game is really quite fun when you're doing raids, even if it's like the same raid over and over again, um, if it's fun, you know, if the raid is interesting or if you can like optimize it at that level, it, it can be pretty fun. So, yeah, I think I'm. I think yeah, like if you're gonna ask us what's like seven thousand five hundred worlds per ULB or per transcendence, like you're not like come on, come on, throw us a bone. Right. We don't have all day. Yeah, yeah. So and hopefully, you know, yeah, we get like some way to streamline that, either like a new raid or just like. If there, I would prefer a new raid because honestly, like ten times Angel Halo is just too is too lazy, right? 
Yeah, on that topic, yeah. uh, slimes too, definitely. Like, oh, same thing with slimes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, slimes are a lot worse because you can't even, like, auto it unless you have, like, a very specific setup, right? I don't have yeah, I definitely have, like, a very specific slime busting setup where, well, I mean, so first wave, I I use my friend Summon Rabbit and mm. Rain of Arrows to yeah. clear. And then second wave, I use um, Desperia and... Uh, the resonance of Desperia with like a uh, Glorybringer. Yeah, I do the same, but I just use uh, Sarasa third skill instead on the it, first wave. Yeah, you can use Sarasa, but the problem is uh, usually when I'm slime busting, I'm bringing characters on a level, yeah. and I don't really need to give Sarasa more more <laughs> EMPs, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, so. I get it. Yeah, but like it's so fast. It's so much it's faster. Fa it's much faster that way, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but like even then, you can't fall onto it, um, you know? You can't. Yeah, you can. It's so sad. There is one quarter way, which is if you bring Dispel, um, Noah, and Grand Caliostro, because both Dispel and Noah will use their Dispel um, NC will use their Dispel first, which will trigger mm -hmm. no, uh, which will trigger Caliostro's plane damage, and that will kill both, uh, kill the first wave and the second wave. But, uh, Wait, that's actually pretty smart. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but that is like hella specific and then like you said you're like using two character comps and then that's just you know that's not right right that's yeah you're, you're feeding noah and tag emps yeah, that yeah, yeah. you probably wanted to feed somebody else <laughs> yeah um i think we might see an evoker emp skill um unlock right i think that would oh, be right, somewhere, right. sometimes true. around this skill what evoker do you think would benefit the most out of an EMP skill, and what EMP skill would you give them? Like the best oh, EMP dang. skill. Wait, that's kind of that's actually kind of that's a that's a thunk actually. Exactly, mm. that is a thunk. <laughs> Cause like, okay, so let me. I'm gonna say right. I am so into light. I'm gonna say Borger and like. Okay. Like basically, his EMP skill just have to may like re have like those Zodiac EMP skills where like he may reduce his um countdown uh cooldowns every time he attacks, like uh, maybe have a chance or you know, because then he doesn't feel bad. You know, you have to run so many green skills to keep him alive if he's enough. You know, if he's efficient enough to stay alive for a lot longer just because he can you know really lower his cooldowns mm, yeah interesting um, well you know we can talk like this almost all the invokers have some sort of weakness to them which you know obviously an emp skill could fix um what would you look for in an emp skill that's really that's really interesting um so i actually don't I don't, the only evoker I have is Mir. Mm. I just uh, I like rushed her out, and uh, honestly, like evokers is like the biggest time gate in Granblue. Like I have all ten Eternals, I only have one evoker. It's like it's crazy how like blocked I am from like getting the other evokers right now. Because you're not the. And the funny thing with Mir is that like you don't really yeah you use don't need anything for her in the front <laughs> line, right? Like, you either just have her in the back line and or you she kill her off, yeah the unkillable or you kill her off yeah exactly <laughs> like um it's like you you really don't get to use her that much mm, that's um so maybe like the emp skill that like increases her usability like in the front line would be kind of cool she does do pretty good damage when you bring her up and her skills are pretty good like uh her 
Fairy Tail effect is really good, and then double, you know, double Ogi, uh, yeah. Ogi reactivation, and then the triple attack is yeah. pretty pretty good. Um, and her and her other EMPs are crazy. Like she has like things like TA Cap and Crit. Mm. Just has like a, a shit ton of like offensive EMP. But again, it just doesn't. It doesn't. You're too incentivized to just kill her, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. maybe something like I, I don't really know what would make her more usable in front line, but definitely something that would incentivize people like actually trying to build teams around like using her and keeping her alive. Actually, also the um the new the new world weapon for death. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Does make it easier for her to stay alive in the front row. So does she perhaps the you know, you know, if she keeps her thirteen stacks, if she's revived from the um, new world weapon skill, I think she does. But I can't, don't quote me on that. But I think she does. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Whoa. Okay, that's pretty cool then. Yeah. Yeah, you can. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, because like when your cup with so when your comes up from the backline, she gives everybody thirsty, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when she dies and revives due to thirsting, she also comes back with both ends. Oh, that's pretty cool. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and now, what about that feature where KMR promised of pulling skins in Gacha? <laughs> Did he promise that? Yeah, there's a. He said that now, um, in the near future, you can use basically any character as your NC as a skin, but you have to pull them from. The ga from a gacha, not separate from the normal gacha. Aww. Which is that's gonna be scummy, but you know. That's pretty scummy, yeah. <laughs> so like, uh, it's only cosmetics though, so you know. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I think it he even gave like numbers. It's like two hundred crystal per pool and two thousand mm -hmm. per pool, and it's just like, ugh. It's like, come on, come on, don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, do, do, do. What do you expect them to give away? What do you want them to give away? They've already given like, away a free gold bar, I guess. Do you? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe um... a sunlight still would be good, right? Yeah, maybe a sunstone. I was thinking, like, maybe a sunstone. Hmm, I don't know. <laughs> I know, right? They're being too generous. <laughs> yeah, they're too generous. Well, I mean, like, like maybe. Um, I mean, last year they had the the weapon ticket, right? Oh yeah, we can get on. I hope everybody claimed theirs already. It expired like yeah, a few days ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What did you What did you claim yours for? Well, I claimed mine for a Grimier Harp last year because I just didn't want to go into the Grimier mine. My fire, like my uh, fire, is so trash. Well, it's not so trash, but like, it's just not a fun experience. Um, doing Grimier. Especially when right. Lamau was there and everything, I just think, yeah, I'm just gonna take a Grimnir, Grimnir heart and not care about it. I uh, see, I see. Yeah, and the year before then, um, I picked a the Europa heart, and you know that's the okay. same reason. I just didn't have a good Earth back then. Right, I see, I see. But yeah, yeah. now ooh, what are you gonna use yours on this year? Oh well, last year I used mine on scales. Oof, oof, okay. Because, because, uh, Anubis is just like one of the, like the, just, like straight up, like one of the worst raids to ever farm, I think, in my opinion. It's just like, 
It's like no fine doing Anubis. And uh, really, you can just two but like do an Ogi chain burst, full chain, and that's your blue chest. You don't farm like red chests, right? Right, but no, even just like, I just don't want to host Anubis every day. It's just annoying. Yeah, no, I get it, but like yeah. I just yeah. Okay. Especially <laughs> okay. because like, cause, like if, if you think about it, the N two rage you can host them twice a day. So if you if you're trying to farm for the weapons, it's like a lot easier to get those, right? Yeah. But then the the tier one rage you can only host it once, so it's just like oh, it's yeah, just no, I get longer. it. Yeah, it's just I yeah. personally farm the skills all four copies of it in a day, and it was it was not fun, but it's doable, and I proved it. I mean, I, I can I can farm like Grimnir Harp in a day. It's like that. It's like oh. that's to me that's way easier. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah okay no I, I see your point yeah everyone finds right that yeah it's hard yeah yeah yeah, yeah. What are you gonna say? And i think i think it takes on this year i think next this year if like they don't introduce any new weapons or anything like that um i'll either spend it on a metatron spear yeah um because you know that's that's the farm and uh and or maybe like another tier one or a, a T three T three weapon, so like maybe the Kong weapon, because I just I find I, again I find the T three summon weapons like way harder to farm. Oh, that's weapons. interesting. I find T three ones a lot easier just because I can one turn it without caring too much. I can literally enter, do mechanic burst, and then just leave. And like, you know, I do I don't yeah, do I mean I I don't do daily host for them. I think that's just tedious. Yeah, no, I agree with you. There. Right, right. Yeah, but I mean daily host is like the way you like maximize your so. Yeah, okay. <laughs> maybe, you know, that's a topic for another time. You know, maybe yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. We can talk about that later. Yeah, I'm, I don't even know what I'm going to spend my ticks on. I don't really have a thing. Probably a Metatron Spear so that I can actually go Magna, but. Yeah. It's just, I got everything I. Oh, maybe a Master Bamboo Sword if they let me ticks that. That'd be cool. Yeah, exactly. Maybe. Well, you could have took Ma uh, Majestus last year, so I don't see why you can't take Master Bamboo Sword this year. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I can probably pivot into 100% crit uh, Earth a lot easier later down the line. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's the anniversary ticks. Oh, well, I know you personally don't buy sub ticks, so the annotics is stuff. Uh, it's not, you know, it's basically not in your consideration. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, I am. Of course, you know, the Anitex is a great deal. It's just personally, I'm trying to play the game without buying yeah. uh, any of these subtics or anything. Yeah, that's fine. No no hate there. You know, I respect that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I respect someone who can actually do that because I can't. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, on that topic, I'm probably going to do, going to take Christmas Lily. Like, it's. Well, oh, you don't have her yet? No, I, I. That's the only banner last Christmas that I've skipped and I've regretted it. It's like. Oh, I know she. Wait, is... can you even can you even tick her? Yeah. I thought seasonals weren't tickable until no, 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 no. the year after. Oh shit! I think you can. I think you can. I think you can. I think you can. You can tick her. You can tick her. Okay, every it's yeah, only okay, the Valentine. Okay. It's only the Valentines. That's oh, it's only Valentines. Oh, I see. They so can't get Aglovale or Monica. Monica, right? Mm, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. So. I think, right? I'll be so sad if it's not fixable. Right, right. Yeah, no, I, like, maybe, yeah, I, I forgot what the restriction. Uh, you know, moving on, I think, yeah, it's a good time to move on to the next topic, which is the current event. Home Sweet Moon. Yep, Home Sweet Moon. What is your opinion on it? Let's start with that, on the story. Okay, well, so, again, you know, I've been only playing for less than a year. Uh, 
so I'm behind on a lot of like the side stories and stuff. But yeah, for this event, I definitely, I like basically the week before the event, I caught up on all the society events. Jesus. Um, and yeah, it was just really fun, like reading through it. Unfortunately, I don't have access to like some of the faux events, so like Kappa, Kappa Summer Chronicles. Like, yeah. I haven't read that yet, but hopefully, I I was I don't think I missed too much. But yeah, going into Home Sweet Moon, I was like, oh my gosh, we have to save Cassius because he is <laughs> such a bro. I freaking love this guy. He's so funny. Like I remember the first time he um, was like introduced in Second Advent. I was like, oh, I really don't like this guy. He's kind of like really? robotic, kind of like a oh. jerk. I didn't like his character design. He seemed kind of like a prick. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, I'm not really a fan. But then, oh my gosh, I like he grew on me so much um, yeah. in Spaghetti Syndrome, especially oh, him so and Eustace. Him, yeah. him and Eustace have the funniest synergy where they're both like, they both don't talk. So they're just like two big men sitting at the table just staring at each other eating omelet rice like oh that's just the funniest <laughs> thing to me so yeah yeah i definitely really enjoyed the society arc um, i think spaghetti syndrome is yeah probably my favorite like event story like period oh really it's such a good story yeah yeah it's so good well it's only um, part two of this four-part series for now so what do you expect is there any predictions you want to make right well yeah i mean I definitely think that. Uh, okay, well, first of all. Okay, first like, of all, Home Sweet Moon spoilers. If you haven't read it, stop it. Go on. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, so, so what I was saying is, like, going into Home Sweet Moon, I was like, oh my gosh, my boy Cassius, gotta bring him back. And then now, like, after part two, I'm just like, oh my gosh, my boy Isaac, you gotta bring him <laughs> back. Dude, Isaac was such a, such a hero and trooper in Home Sweet Moon. Definitely, like, showing off this, like, a tenacity that, like, yeah. you didn't get from him in Spaghetti Syndrome. Like, in Sp Spaghetti Syndrome, you kind of seem like a jokester, like a clown, kind of just fooling around, you know, very carefree. But, oh my gosh, in Home Sweet Moon, this guy is just, like, I'm willing to put my life on the line, you know, just to, to, to save Cassius. I'm just like, holy shoot, this guy is such a, such a trooper. I know. I... So, yeah, we gotta get Isaac back, dude. Can't leave him on the moon. Exactly. Well... Um, for me, I don't. Well, I don't like the society events that much. I don't. I think the characters is just a little bit too mm, stiff in a sense um, for me. And but that being said, I've you know I follow the society event, um, read up on it too, and I think I feel like this is kind of the end game of like um, of the society kind of thing. Like everything you know from spaghetti syndrome. Uh, they build up to this. Um, there was one more event, isn't there? For with um, I think it's Kappa Chronicle. Like, basically, a lot of society events kind of build up to this. Like, this is very hype, and you know, despite personally not feeling the society, I still think this is a very cool hype event. You know, holy hell, going to the moon, and then you know, to the moon, to the moon. You know, and everything. Yeah. Yeah, so going to the moon and saving Cassius and now Isaac and everything is just wow. It, it even, you know, like blew me away and I'm not a fan of society, so. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What do you think about the loot? You know, the loot? The uh, loot. It's been pretty good. I mean, uh, Eulite is a huge <laughs> win because, you know, those things are super hard to get and definitely gated like through Guild Wars and stuff like that. So this. Mm. 
So, you know, they increased the EV lights in the shop to three, and now they're giving everybody a free EV light here, so it's four. You can reasonably recruit, like, yeah, like, a lot of the evokers now without, like, having to go through Guild War to get them. Who's your next? Uh, right now I'm working towards... So, so after getting near, I'm just doing the first, uh, the first path for Time, Alanen, and Frau. Like, I, I want all three of those, actually. So um, I'm just gonna keep like doing that that path until like I get enough to recruit whoever. So interesting. Um, I yeah no I think the loot is hella generous. Like um, yeah. last event last anniversary we got a free eternal. This anniversary we get a free gold bar, which is kind of a free eternal and a and a Nivea light. And that's just the first two first three parts. And now you know. We don't even right. know what the last part will give. Hopefully something more, you know, not just like a... Right. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think... Uh, well, I've got Borger, Kaim, Lobelia, and Hasselia. I'm probably going to work towards Cassilia next, just because I want to see, like, Hasselia and Cassilia both being, like, both sides of the story kind of thing. Because, um, mm. yeah, because, like, uh, well, it's not kind of they're oppo opposing each other, but, like, they have two different routes towards the same kind of ending so i want to see that side of the story too and right yeah, for sure yeah and then that's very cool you know and then i only have five focus left haha <laughs> only five <laughs> uh, well i mean until they introduce uh, the world right so six ah oh. cool okay so that concludes our topic for the week, and every week we pick some ran a random raid, some random characters, and some random summons to discuss and talk about. So this week, our random raid is One Deuce, the 18 mount raid. I'm gonna just, you know, start off by saying that this dragon, it's like super different depending on whether you have Lobelia or not. <laughs> like. The dragon, um, because a lot of his a lot of his um omens are broken by like skill damage, and holy hell, is it so easy to do when you have Lobelia? I don't know, like you have the multi hit which Lobelia does very well because his S one counts as eight hit, two from his skills and three and th three from T A and three from Echoes, that's eight already on his own, and you know obviously paired with chicken or something that's super easy um but without lobelia those debuffs um from one deuce it could just stack up and yeah because earth doesn't have a good good healer doesn't so it's just going uh, to not, really. Yeah, not yeah. really so it's just going to be like any damage you take is going to last a long time and wow it's yeah it's rough it's rough so actually uh, I recently soloed this raid Ooh, um, with my Earth team, and I don't have Lobelia. Yeah, yeah. So I actually want to highlight a, a character that I think also trivializes this raid and is not Lobelia. Yeah, and I definitely think that, yeah, like another character that trivializes this raid is the new SSR Lamretta. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, because like her skill 2 gives her substitute for one ally attacks, and it automatically dodges those one ally attacks. Um, yeah, and one dude's obviously attacks every, you know, um, have multiple Yeah, he attacks five times, which Jesus, is yeah. exactly the number of 
da uh, counter on damage or dodge that Lamretta has. So every time Wabbis attacks, does a normal attack, Lamretta counters five times and does like three million damage or more, depending on like how, <laughs> how good your grid is. Every single turn. And it's crazy because she basically has it like completely full uptime on her skill too. She can use it three turns in a row, and then on her fourth turn, she she's in a weakened state, but she you know, you can it. usually can get by. Um, yeah, by doing that. And um, like his triggers, oh, also Lamretta, like because of uh, her skill too, also giving her, I believe she gets echoes. Um, it's like it's really easy to hit like twenty five times as well. So like that that's not too difficult. Yeah. Um, so the team I brought was, I believe it was Lumberjack with um, Ball, uh, Mahira, and Lanretta. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I soloed the raid. It was Congrats. pretty easy, actually. So yeah. there's definitely, like, definitely Wambus is pretty hard without specific characters that yeah. give you the ability to kind of, like, negate or, like, nullify part of Wambus's kit. Because Wambus does, you know, hits very hard and also has like really annoying triggers. But if you yeah. can like trivialize one part of his thing, then you can you can deal with the other part. Like, yeah, like that's so cool, man. Jesus. Like Um and I think there's like so like work working off of Lamretta. So I think Lamretta is like by far the best tank to bring into that team. Like actually if you had Lamretta, I would I would consider like running Lamretta mm. potentially even over S Alex, right? Because like Lamretta just makes it so you literally just take no damage. Um yeah. and she's also very flexible. But I just I do think that any like any tank that can draw hostility towards themselves and soak up a lot of damage is really useful for for um, this raid. So like for example, uh, Melo with her rework uh, is very good at doing that. She has a uh, hostility up, and she also has uh, counter and drain, so she keeps her HP pool very high. She also gets a, a, there's just like a crud ton of like. Um, echoes yeah. and triple attack, so she she can clear the twenty five hit pretty easily. I also think V Monica Valentine's Monica is also pretty good because she's a good dodge oh, yeah, tank yeah, yeah, in yeah. Earth. Um, and then every time she dodges, you know she hits uh, her skill, her, her her violet shock, whatever that is called, and yeah. um, and just uh, applies more debuffs, right? Which definitely helps you through the raid. Um, so yeah, those are some. Uh, I think so. Those yeah, are some I other totally agree. Uh, options. Yeah, basically this raid really depends on whether or not you have a tank or somebody who can really help you soak up a lot of the damage, because, yeah, Lambus is just all about, like, Yeah, it's all about, like... Shit ton of damage. <laughs> it's about multi-hits, yeah, isn't it? So, as long as yeah, you have yeah, some, yeah. someone that benefits from getting hit or have hostility up, it will be fine. Um, generally speaking. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about the drop. Wandu's Knodo. Knoidot. Knoidot. I don't know how to pronounce this. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I don't think I do either. Just let's go. Nidocyte? Nidocyte. Let's go Nidocyte. Okay. Nidocyte, right, yeah. Let's go Nidocyte. So. Nidocyte. It's actually. Okay, on release, without the AX skill, it wasn't that good of a weapon. It worked in primal, right. but because. You you kind of don't need that extra 20% to reach that 100% to create in primal, it's not really that useful and you know obviously without um with it not being able to stack with magna kind of just kill this magna my ability now with ax skill involved however it is a very good weapon like it's now not only is magna running to, can run 
two of it to boost its uh it's on crit chance and it's obviously magnus still crits so with its 100 percent crit setup so you can still benefit off the 100k supplemental damage um you also get that extra 50 percent crit chance on the off chance that you do crit and the ax skill now roughest any edge that you have uh in terms of primal you you can run you run it now um just because the ax skill again like the ax skill solved a lot of the rough edges around the weapon you know like um uh, having plus one stamina is sometimes a lot better than having a math having a big two at least um attack um it's unique too which is like crazy in terms of the weapon i think it's it's a it's a build around but it's not something that you feel bad at, feel bad getting enough you know right right i definitely agree with that so i i, I see it as a I also see it as a build around and it's not very necessary but if you do want to build around it it definitely um it, it'll benefit it definitely it's worth it it'll pay off. personally i i haven't been farming for them yet uh mostly just because i don't have a very strong um crit water team it's mm -hmm. like my best crit unit is like izmir which is like okay yeah, yeah. and i don't have any of the other yeah but like if i ever got like summer cag mm -hmm. for example very incentivized to build a crit water team and yeah yeah, if you want to maximize your crit damage, then I've built I've built my crit king, uh, basically based around Wandu's side just because I want that extra fifty k. Because sometimes water just have that trouble dealing damage. Um, mm -hmm. I use the oh, normal. Definitely does. Yeah, I use the normal overrun instead of the ancient overrun, and this is only just because I happened to draw four Varunas. If I don't have four Varunas, I wouldn't have built. You had. You just you straight up drew four Varunas. What the heck? Well, when you okay, when you draw as much as I do, it's it, it's just okay, an inevitability. Sure, it's sure, just an inevitability true. at the end of the day. But yeah, like when you draw sure. four, I, I just happen to happened into four Varunas, which means that I could just go a free to play um, Oberon. You know, basically it's uh -huh. the same as the Magna Oberon, but I can run Wandus, which just boosts right, my right. damage ever so slightly. Um, what about Leechin? What about Leechin? Do you think Leechin Wandu's is a problem? Cause I don't um, think so. so, so I think ever since they made Six Dragons 18 man, I don't think Leeching is a problem in, in, in any of these ways anymore. I think, I mean? um, because I, I rarely see any Six Dragon raid hit 18. In fact, like, it's very, like, I usually, whenever I pub my Six Dragons, like, very few people join. Yeah, no one joins, like, not, yeah. Not very they're not very popular, right? So definitely, there's no problem leeching these raids anymore. Like before, you know, when there was only six men, then yeah, it's a huge problem because, you know, not they weren't popular still. And, you know, if you came in just leeched, like you would take up a valuable slot yeah, yeah. for a person that could potentially help finish, right? But now that there's 18, no problem whatsoever. Feel free to leech, <laughs> leech the life out of these dragons. Like yeah. it's probably, it's probably like the best way to get, get your drops anyways. Although um, the blue chest is pretty... It's oh, not very common because yeah, since they redid the blue chest percentages, it's still better to get your daily hosts. Like yeah. getting your daily host is like the the fastest yeah. and most consistent way to get your weapon. Do your daily host. Yeah, that is very important. Um, uh, that's that. And now let's move on to our characters. Today is Vajra and Lancelot. Let's talk about Vajra first. 
you know, the, the spotlight of this year's Uncap Zodiac. <clears throat> How do you compare her? Hmm, I think, yeah, I think unlike other Zodiacs who focus more on support, she is definitely a damage dealer. Like, if you look at post um, other Zodiacs that who got an Uncap, Anila, Mahira, and um, Andira, who all like fills the support row better than they fill the attack row. Vajra is the exact opposite. She fills the attack row. She can deal a lot of damage just through her charge attacks, but she can she her buffs are also very, very good at supporting. She has a dispel on her Orgi, she has a delay um, on her S2, and she has debuff on her S1. Uh, which all makes her a very, very good candidate for hard raids such as Lucilius and um, Beelzebub. In fact, Lucilius, I think she has one of the more, she's one of the more prominent members in the, in Lucilius solo, Lucy solo for water. Just Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I've, I've definitely seen a lot of uh, Lucy solo clears. They're all using Blasio now. It's she's just it's she just helps in that race so much, and I think the debuffs on her skill one are like, it's really easy just to like, give like, gloss over them because you know it's it's like, oh, but like, you know, like because like it's like it's such a like a it's one line thing, thing, but it's so it's so huge. She has a stackable permanent debuff on her skill, or not permanent, but like yeah. stackable like debuff that's like super easy to like recast. It's like what? That's so freaking good. Yeah. I think people also underestimate how how good debuff res down now is. <laughs> it's you know you don't want to miss that delay when you're fighting against uh, Lucilius or Beelzebub's, and that's you know right. that debuff res down, uh, stackable debuff res down helps in that regard. And you know when it comes to that moment where you have to get rid of a, par a paradise lost, paradise lost, or have to delay Bubs, um, Bubs's back black flies. You know, you you have no better candidate than, this, uh, well, you do have better candidate, but her diva rest down is so important, um, for that right. regard because you're going to delay him, delay them a long time. So, yeah, I think it's a very cool what they did to her. Um, you know, I do have a gripe that her buff doesn't all come online on her first stack, which is what all previous zodiacs did, but it would be too strong. It's like ten percent general, oh. yeah, ten percent general cap compared to all other zodiacs is very strong. Yeah, yeah, I think it's fine that they kept it the way it is because yeah, yeah her, her her buffs at max stats are just it's just ridiculous and um, <laughs> I think it also like um, it encourages people to build around her og more whereas like all the other zodiacs it's just a button right you just click the button you get the buff it's just like ah oh, that, that's good right yeah um, that's good. <laughs> Yeah, right. So, so the fact that she kind of requires that build around makes her more interesting, I think. So I'm glad that they kept it. I think she's cool, yeah. I think she's cool too in the regard that she actually, being Katana um, character, she is one of the... Well, it's not one of the few, but one of the... Um, the ones that's good and it's not staff locked, which means that it actually forces players to just go out their comfort zone and build something that's not just staffs. Right, right, um, right. You could, you could, you could, you like before it was like Lily, Cag, Hasselia, and uh, Hasselia MT, and all Europa. You know all these dominant in the top spot. Uh, you know, and Vajra was only useful as an orgy battery. But now she's she has a very potent buff that a very good, very good uptime. You know, it's basically hundred percent. Um, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, it forces well, it, it forces players to go and look for better comps in the sense. Right. I, yeah. That being said, I, I used to you know I I used her um in my staff comp, and she does not fall off even without like um even without the staff that she does not benefit from. She just doesn't fall off. Really, that's pretty. That's pretty wild. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, she's very good because her well, she has a her buff is very strong. Um, what? If we were to run Vajra, who would we run? I mean, the OG synergy, right? Back in the day, was oh, it's great. Summer it was Grey a... Vajra, yeah. Right? yeah, but I feel like Summer Grey is just not the, not in the same place she was before. I mean, I, I, I granted, I think it's still pretty strong, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, if you do run them together, I still think it would be good, but just not not the same one-two combo of yesteryear, you know? Yeah, 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 no. Because that's because, like, everyone prioritized low button. And Greya is so much button, you know. Yeah. She's still good if you really, you know. Oh yeah, for sure. She's still like, good. She's not the. She's not like her friend right now. She's not Vajra's friend. Vajra's friend is everyone, <laughs> you know. Like uh, like all zodiacs, she is just good everywhere. Right, right, right. I was gonna say though, I think Summer Lucio though definitely, um, definitely a great combo with uh Vajra. Her his skill one getting uh. Or his go one is twenty percent far, and I believe his yep. bogey is uplifted, right? So that yep. that's that's huge. Um, but more importantly, his skill three is seventy percent echoes. Yep, it's like so crazy. Oh no, ninety percent echoes. Yep. Oh my god, it's even more than I thought. Yeah, ninety percent echoes on Vajra, who is double attacking for four turns. <laughs> That's pretty spicy, right? So it is very spicy. I think I think Summer Lucio definitely gives uh brings a lot to the table mm-hmm. alongside Vajra. Um, they also both definitely... have katana prop. Oh yeah, that's true. They're both katana. Mm, just, very spicy, just, yeah. Just, just just something to keep in mind. Let's move on to her weapon then, the Kinesius, which uh ha okay, so I'm just gonna read out the Kinesius. So charge attack, massive water damage to a full and inflict local petrified for three turns, one to three turns, and the weapon skills is big boost to water attack and medium boost to double attack rate, and it's only a three star, so it can be four stars. I think as it is, it's it's a fist. So as it is, I don't think you would use it even in uh, Luchador comp. There's just many better fists in water for that. Um, but yeah. You save it. F- I mean, you can save it for four star, but I don't know what kind of four star would you, you know, would it get, um, even to yeah, save yeah. it because a normal attack and double attack is not a good start for the weapon. And, right. And it's a uh, charge attack, which do which does loco petrify. It's great if you can petrify, but a lot of the bosses is immune to it, and you right, right, right. Yeah, I don't think I don't think the weapons. I don't think the weapon has that much promise, but so I, I mean, there's no reason to scrap it. Yeah, like, you don't need to scrap it. So just yeah, just, just leave it, leave it in the crate. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And let's move on to our second character, Lancelot. Okay, so this character, I've never like, I have to, I haven't, I've like, but unless until you told me like, you know, he carried you early game. I just didn't give a, you know, I didn't even care because I drew him pretty late into the game, and I just thought, oh, okay, whatever, you know, great. But now okay. I used him, yeah, I used him during my full auto for Shiva, and he's not, you know, okay, he's not amazing, but he's actually quite good. 
Yeah, let me tell you about Lancelot. Oh my gosh. So when I started this game, uh, I actually got a, I, I got a friend's account that he like rolled on. Um, and so it came with some pretty good characters. It actually came with a really stacked um, roster for Dark and Earth specifically. Um, and then I looked at my water roster. The only water oh, character man. I had was Aquars. Oh, the, the, the love life. Yeah, that was my only SSR. <laughs> um, so uh, early on during the summer event, when they were giving the, like, the ten poles and stuff like that, I pulled Lancelot. And so I was like, okay, finally, I have another... <laughs> I was running <laughs> Aquars, Lancelot, and Aglovale, right? Yeah. Um, and, and just like, yeah, so I, I definitely put in a lot of resources into Lancelot. And, man, he is so good at just soloing things. Like, he just single-handedly will carry a team through, like, all kinds of content. So, again, he's not amazing, right? Yeah, he's yeah, definitely yeah. not, like... We just, I'm not using we just talked to Vajra right. earlier, though. We just talked about Vajra. Right, right, right. We're, we're, definitely, we're definitely coming down a lot. But yeah, when you start off playing the game, like, obviously everybody rushes Dark Fencer first, right, to get Measurable Mist. Yep. Um, to apply the, the, the 25% debuffs. But yeah. it's, like, pretty hard to actually hit the debuff cap. You don't really have access to good debuffs in oh, every that's element. True, yeah. you don't have You don't have access to good healing, right? Yeah. And that's not, what that's not brings is he brings that those debuffs, right? He has the stackable... He has a stackable debuffs to up to forty percent, which is huge, right? You actually don't have to bring miserable mist if you don't want to, mm. um, yeah. Which is crazy, and because of his hostility and his dodge rate, um, he makes it so that you don't really need that much healing um, to get by because he'll he'll tank attacks, he'll dodge, and it, it definitely makes your life a lot easier. So yeah. with Lancelot, I actually did the solo six dragon fight, the wellness fight. He was my primary tank in that fight and definitely was flipping a lot of coins <laughs> because like sometimes I didn't have dodge all up. Um, Never, you know, you, no, and, I, and I was like, okay, well, like he either dodges this heat rate or I lose, right? <laughs> but we, we, we got it. We got it. It's skill-based so. skill gameplay. <laughs> definitely skill-based. Yeah, so I, like definitely if you're starting out, like if you're already developed, yeah, don't listen to any of this, right? Like yeah, last, yeah. you're not, you're probably never going to use that slot ever. But if you're starting out, you know, definitely hey, that's why that's not true. Great unit. That's not, quite okay, maybe not like ever, ever, but if you really if you like, just try him. Maybe, you know, because like like me, right? I have like a pretty stacked roster, which is why I didn't care about Lancelot. But now I used him, I think, right? Yeah, I'm probably not gonna use him, but if like something like Proving Grounds come around where, you know, I have to f make multiple teams, Lancelot's definitely gonna be there. Like for the proud fight, at least the proud and proud class, like these oh, kind of. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah. yeah what, what I was gonna say though is that um, I just wanted to highlight like a few things about Lancelot that were like, if you're looking for these things, that Lancelot definitely yeah. might fill, fit the bill. So like currently right now, um, I'm using Vayne right as my primary yeah, tank. He's bro, so yeah. He's really he's good bro. with the ball, right? But but Lancelot is a great for all the tanks because all his skills are red. Um, he's very self-sufficient. Um, no problem with that. So. Mm -hmm. When I'm when I'm in full auto, currently I'm just freaking healing everything um, mm -hmm. with my water tank, so I don't need a tank. But if there's ever a content where I need a full auto and I need a tank, then Lancelot is actually my go-to choice over like somebody like me who can't be using full auto. So definitely that's a huge plus for Lancelot. And also Lancelot, you know, three red skills and an auto activate red skill when he dodges means that he's very good at yeah he has a lot uh, of skill damage comps yeah. So unfortunately, water doesn't really have too much skill damage support, right? It's a it's a crit element. Hey 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 hey. For now, for now, 
We have okay, to link. Sure. We have to link. Sure, Don't come but... around. Okay, okay, sure. But I, in the future, if water does get a lot of skill damage support, then yeah, Glasswat right. definitely has you know what? Um, a lot of views after that. Lancelot should have been my team for in uh, for bit um for the Tower of Babel. You know the one that um. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I I didn't even realize he had this like multi hit plus that. Wait, oh, and one more thing, one more thing, one last thing I have to talk about is this is dodging. Okay, so yeah. first of all, he has a dodge all in yeah. on a five turn cooldown, which is really low. That's actually like a really low dodge all one time, like five turns. It's really low. Mm -hmm. okay. um, and the second thing is how his dodge rate works. Okay, so he has a fifteen percent boost to dodge rate as his as his passive. His um, like his passive. He has a ten percent dodge chance as his EMP. And he has a 60% dodge rate up on his skill too. Yeah. And from what I understand, the EMP and his passive are separate roles. Yep. Right. So don't see this as 10% plus 15%. It's actually better than that. Right? Because <laughs> you're rolling the 15% and then you're rolling the 10% yep. with if you fail the 15%, right? So it's not it's not just a 25%, it's a 15% plus a 10% bonus on the failed case, right? So it's better than 25%. So it actually, he actually dodges like quite reliably. It's it's definitely not like as bad as like, the, the numbers seem low, but he dodges It's like basically, more yeah. I mean, 60% is basically better than Vicky's dodge without her field effect, which is right, pretty right. cool. Like, like, if you think Vicky has a lot of, uh, Vicaro has a lot of dodge, then, you know, don't count. You know, don't count, don't count Lancelot out. That's what I'm gonna say. Like, don't make the mistake that I did. <laughs> like, right, right, right. Yeah, because only now when you told me that, you know, like when we decided on the showcase, I was like, oh shit, Lancelot actually wouldn't be bad. Like, you know, because I, I entered thinking he would be like some somewhere along the line of Carmelina or um, really garbage tears, right? But no, he's actually, mm -hmm. he, like, he's really decent right he's he's decent mm -hmm. so yeah um right. that is cool okay so now move on to his weapon uh Horfrost blade perseus it is a dagger charge attack that is massive water damage to a foe boost to double attack rate and boost to all allies water attack at four star and big boost to what uh weapon skills is big boost to water allies attack and massive boost to your double attack rate it is garbage <laughs> Yeah, it's, this weapon is safe to reduce. Do not use this water. <laughs> there we go. And yeah, I think so too. Because you have Winter's Frost Nettle as a dagger if you really need it. Um, but like most dagger classes don't really fit well. You can just use Demon's Finger. Demon's Finger? Devil's Finger? Uh, the class champion weapon if you're using dagger in Tormentor. And you can use a better gun if you're using it in Doctor. And you can use a sword. If you're doing a chaos ruler, so there really isn't a lot of point in using that dagger water. And even if you are, there are better candidates. You can reduce yeah, this. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So yeah, that is our characters. Now, finally, let's move on to our summons. Same thing. We pick two random summons and we talk about them. First one, Garuda. Oh, <laughs> this is painful, isn't it? Garuda is a very painful summon to look at because you, because. One, she's got a four star, and two, she's still not good. 
Yeah, it's kind of sad that. Okay, uh, so so okay, she she came out before Tiamat uh got her mirror image. I think don't quote me on that, but I think she came out before Tiamat got her mirror image, and it's mirror image is a strong buff. Um, uh, let's not deny that you know it is a strong buff when you it can negate damage right single single hits or you know multi hits it can just negate them, but not on a nine turn cooldown. That is like, nah. Right? Like, you, you have Tiamat to do that, you have, um, like, Wind does not lag Mirror Image sources now, but back when she was released, it, uh, yeah, 2015, back when then, yeah, Mirror Image was a big, like, she is a good source of Mirror Image, and even, like, for beginners, she helps you cheat out some, you know, cheat through some charge attacks that you probably couldn't tank or something like that, and I do remember using her just for, like, Mirror Image back in the day. Now that um, Tiamat does have her mirror image, uh, the character Tiamat has mirror image. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean Raphael also, the summon Raphael oh, yeah, also Raphael. gives mirror image. Yeah. yeah, so I mean in Magna, there's zero reason to do this because you're running double Tiamat, you already have mirror image of the Wazoo. If you're playing Magna with, you can, you can pretty safely just uh, re reduce her reducing, for the reducing. course. In Primal, I don't think there's a uh, slot for her either it's you know like you don't need mirror image in primal that much either uh like i said you have enough dodge sources from monkey and tiamat the character uh both of which are really great characters um yeah and i think there's other mirror image sources that's just not coming to my mind but yeah they're just there too like wind does not like mirror image sources now back compared to back when her release and you know, Garuda does get the deep double attack down debuff to your foe, which is like, why? <laughs> yeah, I mean, just outdated summon. It's good yeah, it is an outdated summon. Uh, reduce her. Do not key. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred. Okay. Uh, last summon or summons, I should say, white and black rabbits. They're not SSR, but I think including them is a good choice because they are still, pr I think, pretty essential. In terms of gameplay, right. Uh, okay, so I would like to say mm -hmm. that the black rabbit is a trap. Do not buy black rabbit. <laughs> uh, I bought black rabbit because I didn't understand when when I started playing. I didn't understand how Arcarum worked, right? And like I said, Arcarum is a huge time gate, right? Where it's like I have all ten Eternals, but I have one Arcarum Evoker, and it's because you know, uh, you can only do so much Arcarum in a day. They added a replica card, which kind of helps, but yeah. not really. Doesn't really help. And <laughs> your Arca points are really, really valuable because you need so much Astras and so much Sephiroth stones. So many, yeah. yeah, so many Sephiroth stones to unlock your Evokers. So the fact that I neg myself, how much was it? Like, uh, was it like ten thousand? It's something. 10, 000, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, it's it's a yeah. lot. The fact that I neg 10,000 Arca points for Black Rabbit <laughs> is just such a waste, in my opinion. I, I would, I want, I want those 10,000 Arca points back, or however many Arca points. So don't buy back Black Rabbit. It's not worth it. Just grind the white um, one, yeah. Use, use the, the white stones. one is not hard to grind. It's really not hard to grind. It takes a little bit of time. To... Yeah, you, you can, you can, you can uh, moonlight stone it. It's, it's totally yeah, fine. Not, not sunlight stone. Don't sunlight stone it. You just need to moonlight. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So. Um... 
Just grind the white rabbit. It's not that bad. There's a guide on the wiki as to which stages to hit and like how to get the carrots or whatever. It's not very difficult. I did that. Uh, I think that was one of my first thing I've ever grinded, just because I thought, you know, wow, boosty drop rate busted. And here we are, every 2K21, everything's in blue chests. <laughs> Sad times. But on the topic of like black and, you know, which one to get, I honestly, okay, so I'm, uh, I grind a lot of sandbox if I were to get an evoker, so I don't really feel the need to hoard Arca Point. However, New World Quartz is what, you know, is the thing. Like, New World Quartz is so precious right now you, you you like you have to have um so much arca points to buy them you have to have um you know like because you that these are they are traded for new world weapons and there's only enough in the arca shop for to mlb one and even then it's very very like expensive i think it's 4500 for one so, you know, even if you're not caring about Astra, you can just grind them, you know, you think you can just grind them in uh, Sandbox, still, keep your points for newer quads. On the topic of, like, White and Black Rabbit, honestly, I don't I think each one, each one is fine. Um, White Rabbit's not hard to grind. Uh, just grind one copy and then use the sun, uh, Moonlight Stones and to uncap it. Uh, however, is there a point in getting white rabbits now because we have a better strictly better white rabbit nobio don't we well don't say we because that's <laughs> i'm not in this freaking nobio nobio exclusive only club you freaking luckers what do you mean I, dude, I, I need nobio so much dude oh my gosh i have no healing summon it sucks like like huh. there's so many in-game raids and comps i want to play where i literally can't play it because I don't have a freaking summon that heals. I don't, I it's think like, might be overestimating Nobio's heal there. It's only 2,000. <laughs> it's, that's so much! <laughs> and it's a refresh! And it comes with a refresh! That's so much, dude! Yeah, um, well, I'm a dirty Kaguya player, so I can't, you know. <laughs> but, but I mean, now. it's just like, can, can I, can, can they just give everybody Nobio? Yeah, no, I can, I can give you my Nobio if you want. I, do I need a Nobio! I mean, obviously, I'm I'm saying this because I don't have a Lucifer. Yeah. Obviously, if I had Lucifer, I'd be playing Lucifer instead. But but yeah, Nobio but is still, supposedly Nobio is... budget Lucifer. Just I don't have it. Oh, no, Nobio is like budget um, Kaguya. It's just a because like it for the we call? have like three. One. No, 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 no. I mean for the aura. Like, you no, can... no, I'm talking about the call. I'm talking about the call. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. Like um, if you yeah. want to, yeah. Like it has healing on summon, which is pretty cool, but. Personally, I just find 2,000 a little bit too little, sometimes. Right, I mean, you have Lucifer, right? That, that I don't, I don't, I don't have Lucifer, I don't have Lucifer. Oh, you don't have Lucifer? Then... No. No, 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 no. Then isn't, isn't he the next best thing for well, healing? For healing, I don't use healing on summons, that's why. I mean, you're a light player, you have no problem with healing. <laughs> Freaking other elements have issues with healing, okay? Freaking light lord. <laughs> yeah, okay, <laughs> fair enough, but yeah. Um, uh, but when it comes to drop rate summons, you know, things that you bring to slimes, bring to halos, bring to, uh, raids that you drop rates matter, it's Rabbit, Nobio, Kaguya. Uh, Kaguya obviously so, is out of the question, because Kaguya is 
you know, not sparkable, and it's and she's not really, you know, she she requires four copies to get like thirty and all that jazz. Nobio and White Rabbit. Uh, Nobio obviously need to do the event. Uh, unlucky chairman who couldn't do the event, he doesn't get it, and he has to stick with the rabbit. But if you do have Nobio, I don't see there's a point in the rabbit at all. So, here is the thing. All right, <laughs> if you're slimy. Rabbit is better than Nobio. What? And here's why. Because Nobio's call doesn't do damage, but Rabbit's uh, call does damage. Right, right, right. Yeah, if you, if you want to do damage, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, okay. But so I... on on the first stage of slime, yeah. you can use the Rabbit call to kill the to kill the, uh, yeah. the silver and the gold, gold slime. Gold. And again, this is, of course, if you're not using Sarasa, right? If you're using Sarasa, you just use Sarasa. It's like way easier. Sarasa or whatever. Yeah, right, yeah. But this is like, if you're trying to maximize your EXP. I think Rabbit's... Rabbits is there, you know. Uh, obviously, when it comes to friends, not everyone has a Kaguya or Nobio, so Rabbits is actually good as a friend support summon to see when you're sliming. You know, you see a friend, Rabbit, it's fine. It's better than nothing. You know, yeah, okay. Um, on that note, I think that is our, the conclusion of our first episode. It went pretty well, I say, and if you want to hear more, please just click the subscribe button and we'll do them weekly. And if you want to check out my channel, it's right here down below. And if you want to check out Chairman's channel, I'll put a link in the description below. And tell us, Chairman, how often do you stream and do you have a schedule? Wait, we're doing this podcast weekly?